Hey, this is Matthew's Table podcast channel. We wanted to thank you for joining us today. Hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and reminds you of who you are, but more importantly, whose you are. Share this post with your best friends. Give it a few seconds for people to hop on. It's your weekly table talk. Roger been fake working all day. Mm-mm. No. Look at that. Is that drywall on me? Everybody's going to know I've been putting in the work. He leaned up against the wall. <laughs> I actually tripped over something and fell in a, in a pile. All right. All right, we ready? Got five. Uh-oh. Five. The faithful five. Let's get up to ten. Y'all tag somebody in this. Did we just go down to four? Oh, seven. Mm. Yeah. Getting up there. I want to start. Yeah. All right. It's another week of table talk. Like always, we come to you every Wednesday just to uh, share some things that are on our mind and are on our hearts. And if you was here on Sunday, we are in week two of our What is a Healthy Church series. And, um, if you had, didn't see that, you can always go back on YouTube and watch it, on Facebook and watch it. Uh, it was an excellent sermon. Uh, church was good. So I would highly recommend going back and watching uh, part two of that. And Roger, you just like, what was the main thing that you wanted to, like someone leaving, you wanted them to take home? I'd say, you know, just the follow-up to the first part, um, once we identify what the church is mm-hmm. and that it's it's ourselves, not a building or anything else, then you know what's that mean? Yeah. Like how do you how does that apply to your life? And the 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 core message was that you should be serving at your church somewhere, right? Like well, good or well done, good and faithful servant. I like how you said that too. It's not well done, good and faithful. Uh, speaker, yeah, or well done, good and faithful. Uh, you know, whatever it's well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, and you think about, um, you know, Jesus being fully God and fully man. He would have chose his words very wisely. Yeah, he wouldn't just threw out some yeah. some word to. No, he he had an objective reason for everything that he said so that we would know how to apply those things. Oh, yeah, and as Christians, just to think, like, Jesus was the ultimate servant. You know, Mm -hmm. like, he washed Judas' feet. Yeah. Uh, He hung on the cross for people that betrayed him. Yeah, he literally said the Son of Man did not come to be served because if he was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you think that he would have just sat there and been served by everybody. Yeah. But he said, no, the Son of Man came to, to serve mm. and be a ransom for uh, many. So uh, it's the sacrificial uh, giving of yourself, the living sacrifice. That's the, what the scripture yeah. said. That it's your true and proper worship. Oh, yeah. And I even, like most people, 
kings, whatever, high places, they would want their feet washed. Yeah. Jesus humbly washed feet, and I think that's powerful. Yeah. And uh, just from there, uh, you want to tell them who our servant of the week is? Yeah. Uh, kind of good timing, considering we're talking about servants. Um, we selected Carolyn Clark. Mm, um, it was a good choice based on... Oh, yeah. You know, everything that she had done just in the last week. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, she's so uh, a big blessing to the church. And I think, you know, God works things like it's their anniversary today. Mm. Like, happy anniversary, Carolyn yeah. and Scott. You're a blessing. And, like, man, like, she took her time, went shopping for the food pantry, organized the food pantry. I couldn't make it that day because uh, my wife was at Emmaus and I had the kids served, made sure everything ran right. Like, that's the kind of, like, I got this. Not to mention when she showed up as scheduled to do yeah. what she needed to do, she couldn't get to the food pantry mm-hmm. because of an unscheduled meeting that was being held. That's it. And had to come back when it was an inconvenience to her. Yeah, and she didn't ever complain. No. And uh, she didn't ever, like, oh, I was supposed to be doing, like, she just served faithfully. Yeah. So thank you, Carolyn. If you know Carolyn Clark, let her know she's a blessing to Matthew's table. Let her know we are thankful for her. Message her. Maybe buy her some Starbucks today if you see her. Yeah. Uh, get her a gift card or something. I think that would really bless her. It's her anniversary. And we are Matthew's table are just thankful for what you do. Yeah. Upcoming events. Tonight is what? Truth and Grace. Truth and Grace. So um, You teach it? Yeah, I'm going to teach, and uh, I want to deal with something that a lot of people have struggled with, and I'll talk about that tonight. But I want to answer the question, how can I forgive myself? Mm. Um, I'll kind of explain why, but we're dealing with the value of community, like fellowshipping with other believers, but also, so when that happens, there's relationships. And um, the way, you know, Joe and Nick so far has dealt with community, I figured we need to look at what affects the relationships that keep us from being in community. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is um, just the, the idea that a lot of people have a hard time forgiving themselves. Yeah. And it hinders them from being involved mm-hmm. in, in community. So. so Truth and Grace is every Wednesday at 6 uh, we'd love to have you. As always, we have child care for uh, third and under. We have middle school. We have youth. Um, so there's no reason why any family wouldn't be able to come. It's not a recovery meeting. It's a time for everybody in the church that can come. It's not just a, a recovery thing. It's truth and grace. So I just invite you and your family to come tonight at 6 o'clock. And the next thing is the women's coffee and devotional. It's every third Saturday at 9 o'clock. Um, it's an awesome time for if you're a woman at Matthew's table to get plugged in to, you know, what area do I belong in? Well, if you're a woman, go to Women's Coffee and Devotional. Meet other women. Yeah, meet other women, pray for each other. And I know how they do it. Every time they have a different person that leads it. So you're getting to know different people's stories within the church. You're getting to know one another in fellowship with one another. Also, uh, the next thing is parents' night out. Only for people at Matthew's table. Yeah. So, don't be dropping off. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go to Matthew's table regularly, said that wrong, but a committed attender at Matthew's table would love to serve you on 
March the 19th. You can drop off your kids for two hours, go on a date, go grocery shopping, just get some alone time, and we will watch your kids. Yeah, so it's not just for married couples mm -hmm. either. It could be for a single mom or dad who uh, just needs a break for mm -hmm. themselves. Go get some coffee and hang out and uh, be normal for a minute, you know? Oh, yeah. Everybody knows we need a break from those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing, night of worship. When is it? Uh, night of worship is March 26th. Yes. Here at Matt. It's a Saturday, <clears throat> not a Friday. Yeah. It's going to be a very, we talked, we met with them last night. Uh, we're excited about it. It's going to be a very special time where we're going to be able to intentionally just Man, worship. those are always good. Yeah, worship by song. So it'll be good, right? Yeah, those, March 26th. Put that in your calendar. Six o'clock. The next thing is family meeting. Yeah. Where we will address our service time change. Yeah. <laughs> we'll deal with a lot of that, a lot of new stuff that's kind of going on, but that's not this Wednesday. That's not tonight. It's next, next Wednesday, Wednesday. After Truth and Grace. Right after Truth and Grace. I think there's child care child for third care, and under. Yeah. But uh, these are, this is one of those times where, uh, where a lot of people feel like they don't know things that are going on. This is where you get to know. The things that are going on it's things that we don't have time to address on a Sunday morning gathering uh, it's specifically intended for those of you who are um, committed to or regularly attending it's a hard word to say mm -hmm. real fast but regularly attending like if you call this home then you should be there next Wednesday night it's we do it like once every quarter so hey I don't know what's going on well, yeah and we hear all the time <laughs> well you know we didn't know this was happening or this and it's like well you know we we host a meeting once every three to four months trying to communicate very important things so if you make time now for next Wednesday night you can be there exactly family meeting make it your priority to be there and April 3rd is the service time change. Mm -hmm. We're going to 9 and 11. 9 and 11. Go ahead and set your calendar. 9 o'clock yep. and 11 o'clock. Yep. Uh, so what's on the menu? What's the topic for today? And it's kind of just uh, going along with what Roger preached on. On Sunday, we're just going to kind of keep this theme of, you know, what is a healthy church. We're going to keep that in front of you. And it's taking responsibility in this being your place. Your building, and I wanted us to think through what are the what what prevents us, our people, from serving and using the gifts that God has given us for His kingdom. Mm -hmm. And like I think you you hit on that Sunday, but like let's flesh that out a little bit. And like, what do you think prevents people? Because I've been there, like on the sidelines or show up to church, and I want to leave early. But what do you think is the biggest hindrance from someone just committing and say, "I'll do it." Yeah, so I think it's just, uh, I think it's an educational issue, just like an understanding that um, that you, you, not them or us, mm -hmm. have been called out of darkness and into light mm -hmm. so that God can use you in a way um, we feel like or we think that Sunday attendance is good enough to feel good about what, you know, you know, what, well, Give me a break. At least I'm coming to church. And it's like, well, again, first week was uh, you don't need to come to church. You are the church. Yeah. And the second week is um, that understanding that, hey, because you are the church, you should be helpful within the church, yeah. the people. So. And I like even what you said. And I think, you know, I don't maybe necessarily think we do it, but I think the thought is 
the church hires all these ex, you know, um, talented people. Mm-hmm. So they hire just everything out, right? So it's I think there's these assumptions like, well, I can only be on the worship team if I'm a great singer. Yeah. Or I can only be on the media team if I know about cameras in media. Or I can only, you know, uh, be on the kids team if at the kids table if I just have a passion for kids. Yeah. And I think like you see that in churches, right? Where it's like, are you qualified almost to do this job? Yeah. And I think you even said during the sermon, like that's why we've gotten into this space of is he gifted instead of anointed? Right. Like anybody can, you know, not discounting that, but like anybody can pick up a broom and a mop, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can serve on the, you don't have to be, I know even like when Rob and, you know, started doing our media, we started with the phone. Yeah. And he seen a, a, a blind spot in our within our church and he, we just started going live on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then we bought one camera and then we bought a system and, and to whereas now we have, you know, uh, I think a pretty uh, great live. And, you know, where, like, words are coming across the screen. That all started with just one person saying, I see a need, I'll feel a need. Mm-hmm. And I just think Carolyn was a perfect example of that also. But I don't want anybody to go away with, you can't serve because that's not your area. Mm-hmm. That's not your get. you know, that's not your thing. Well, even if you go back to the scriptures, you begin to understand, like, Mary Magdalene, who was significant throughout the Gospels in serving Christ and the mission that they were on, she was a demon-possessed woman mm-hmm. who had been healed. Yeah. And and then I mentioned Peter's mother-in-law, who was sick, and, Jesus, and Peter gets Jesus to come over, and he heals her, and it literally says that immediately she stood up, she rose up, and started to serve him. Yeah. So, like, there is no, there, there's really no good reason why, if you are genuinely a Christian, that you don't have time to do something yeah. for the people at your church. Because, mm-hmm. like, I even think about the, the jail letter writing ministry. Yeah. Okay, there, because, and, and I felt like I wasn't sensitive to this, and, and I hope I did say this, but there are seasons in life where you're a little more busier than what you might be in an, another season. There are seasons in life where you have more stuff going on than you would probably want to have going on. There are seasons in life where you're dealing with um, health issues and stuff like that. And so I get that. Mm -hmm. But how could you not be at home the majority of your time and not take 15 minutes to write some encouragement to somebody who's imprisoned? That's it. And we literally, Tina had made a a picture where you can see all the people that we preach and has came to church through that ministry. Yeah. And you don't have to be a, a, a Shakespeare of writing. You don't have to be a, a poet. Like you write a letter of encouragement. Yeah. Anyone can do that. And I just think, again, it's not, oh, God spoke to me and he told me to be a part of the jail letter ministry. Just be a part of it, right? Yeah. Like quit waiting on the sign. Here's your sign right here and start serving in your church. And and just just so people understand, here's the reality. This is a reality, okay? Well, I don't have time or I'm not able to do some of the things that they're saying needs to be done. Somebody surely will take care of it. Somebody will pick that responsibility up. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't, you know, I, I can't right now be burdened with it. Yeah. Well, in most cases, that's not the reality. That's right. The few that are doing a bunch already, and somebody has to pick it up. Yeah. In most cases, 
It's the individuals who's already doing it. Mm-hmm. And man, wouldn't it be a uh, just a blessing just to, uh, I got this. You can take a break. I see mm-hmm. you doing this every week. Like, and I talked to someone about this. 20 people that just said out, I'm going to serve my church well, could literally change the culture of a church. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to serve my church well. I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be a part of the uh, solution and not the problem. That would literally trickle down to the whole church if 20 people just committed to that. One little thing. One little thing. That's yeah. all they would need to do. That's it. Just one little Once a week. Thing. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, and I seen Dan Eaton put this on Facebook, and I really appreciate it. He said, when you serve in kids' table, one, you're blessing the parent to be able to hear the word mm-hmm. and to receive it. And he said, two, you're making an even further impact by pouring into the kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you don't even realize, like, it's not just babysitting. Mm-hmm. It's not just I need you to watch the kids for an hour. You're serving the parents and the children at the same time. Yeah. And that's, I think Tamara had it, like, once every eight weeks at one time. And then the more people dropped off, oh, it's once every seven weeks, every six weeks. But, man, if everybody pitched in and did their part, it would be easy, right? Yeah. And I think that goes to the rule. And and I, we, me and you have always talked about this, and I wanted you to kind of talk about this too right now. Why do so many people have this conception of a microphone is better than the mop? Mm-hmm. Like you hear people, and I think you hit on this, I need to give my testimony. Mm-hmm. I need to share what God's doing in my life. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. But you never hear someone say, I'm just ready to go pick up the mop. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, like, what is the, sh- like you said, uh, misinformation, or I think yeah. you said just a misunderstanding. Yeah, misunderstanding. I, I guess, uh, you know, the bottom line is people may assume there are there's only value in being the the head person yeah that the head person is the most gifted which we you know anyways um and therefore since i'm not as gifted in that and that seems to be the most helpful then i'm I'm not really gonna Mm -hmm. offer to do anything when and and so that's kind of you know what we're talking about it's and i mentioned this sunday morning nobody in here other than the parents who are extremely enabling, nobody in here disagrees with, at a certain point, everybody within the home should be contributing. Mm -hmm. I literally made the comment, you all know that everybody should have a chore. Well, that's what kind of leads into the issue is that, um, you know, we're willing to allow people. I don't know that a lot of people really understand um, what we're trying to communicate here in the sense there's a lot of churches that might not give you an opportunity yeah. to serve. We're, de- we're desperately wanting people to serve, one, because it's the biblical thing that a Christian should be doing, but two, because the vision for this body of believers is that everybody has a part to play. So that we can, so that we can be healthy, right? Yeah, and I and I think, and I should have gave this to Rob so he could have put it on the screen. But you ever seen that meme that says "called the ministry?" Question mark. You won't even stack chairs. Yeah. And I think that's a big deal. Like when people think about it, it's, well, I needed to be doing this, and I need a title. Just be it, like mop. 
and do it with excellence. Like I kept, I kept searching for that video where the guy in the wheelchair is in an empty sanctuary. Oh, man, I love that. And he's vacuuming the sanctuary. I love and he, that. And he didn't even have any legs. Yeah, didn't. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, man, that's a great visual right there. Yeah. Like I don't need credit. I don't. Like I'm here serving the Lord. Yeah. And being helpful despite yeah. my circumstances. And it, I always think it's odd when someone asks for a platform, but they haven't picked up a broom. Mm-mm. Like, hold on, God just—he he just moved you away. Like, yeah, I think I think Trip Lee or Andy Minio, one of them, used to always say, "You can never uh, lead if you can't follow." That's good. Yeah, because if you're not willing, because it's about serving. It's not about where you serve. Lecrae says, "I can play the background." Yeah. All right, and that leads us into our verse, uh, Romans 12, uh, 3 through 5. And Roger had preached through these. Like, you can go back and watch it. But I think they was a perfect illustration of what he was communicating. And it says, for by grace, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone, not just, you know, uh, every single one among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Like, don't put yourself on this pedestal. Don't put yourself on this platform. Don't think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Like, God needs me to do all this. But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members. Like, right? That'd be weird if we all did the same thing. And the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many... Are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And that just screams that we all have a responsibility. Yeah. And think about like even as a, a your body, your eyes serve a purpose, your heart serves a purpose, your hands serve a purpose. And it would be weird for your body, for your eye to be jealous of your heart because mm-hmm. both of them, <laughs> both of them need to work. And so a good illustration is, and we know people who have amputated limbs. Mm-hmm. And the struggle that they have to adjust to being that way, just to do everyday things, mm-hmm. is a perfect illustration on how the church who have the 20% doing the 80% of the work end up making adjustments so that everything functions in a healthy way, but it lays burdens and stress and everything oh, yeah. else on those people. And they burn out, and then uh, you're, you know, so... And my number one thing I always think about is before you complain about it, do something about it. Yeah. Encourage someone. Like, if you see the window is dirty, before you go to email Roger, hey, man, I just noticed the window was dirty. A thing of Windex is probably 99 cents at yeah. the dollar store and a thing of paper towels. You took more energy in complaining about it than serving and doing yeah. something about it. And at Matthew's table, like, I'm so glad we're going through this series. Like, what is a healthy church? Because God gave us this building, right? And it's up to us. Like, it's been well taken care of for 100 years to where now we have the opportunity to uh, serve in this place and, and, you know, even impact the kingdom even more. And it's up to the 80% now to say, I'm committed. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm here. Like, I'm dedicated. What what do I need to do? How do I need to serve? If that's kids ministry, I'm there. If that's media, I'm there. If that's clean team, I'm there. And I just think if we all had that mentality, I believe we would flip this city upside down. Yeah. I just think about, um, you know, comments that I've heard Christians say, like, 
why isn't the church helping there? Why isn't the church doing this? Why doesn't the church do more of that? And it's like, well, that's a question you should ask yourself. Oh, yeah. Because you are the church. Yeah. You know. And I always think it's funny, too. It's like, hey, uh, I think we should start this. Well, what you, God laid it on yeah. your heart, so maybe you should start that. Yeah. No, you can't put that off on everybody else and me or whoever. Well, we've been victims more than once of, hey, this is a good idea. Let's start this. And that usually ends up meaning me and Nick have to follow through with all of it. Yeah. You know. So, so I hope this encouraged you today as you're watching it. Even if you're not a member at Matthew's Table, if you go somewhere else, yeah. I encourage you to serve in your church. I honestly believe that's the next step. I, I, like I said, I went to church for years and just played the backseat game. I'm going to mm -hmm. sit in the back. I'm going to leave before anybody else. But then at the same time, I would complain. Like, didn't nobody talk to me? Yeah. Didn't nobody say hi to me? Didn't nobody invite me over? Well, Nick, probably because you left during the last song. Yeah. <laughs> like, you hurry up and rushed out, and you got there late. That's why I didn't nobody talk to you because everybody had already been there and everybody stayed after to greet each other. Yeah. But I would be that person that always picked apart a church and complained about what they didn't do while I was never, I was not doing anything myself. Yeah. I was playing this backseat kind of Christianity. And I just believe for the next step, for if you've been coming, get plugged in. Serve. Message Tamara. Tamara. And, and I know Tamara like, really appreciated it because she had a flood of messages like, how can we help? But the next step is actually getting in and helping. Yeah. Don't stop it just talking about it. Like, do something about it. And uh, whatever area, you know, the greeting team, like you said, it's always the same people. It's always those ones like, well, didn't they do that last week? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, well, nobody showed up, so they're here again. That shouldn't happen in a church of our size. No, because it makes it an unhealthy church. And, like, so that's the whole point. Like, we, we desire to be a healthy church, and to be a healthy church we need everybody who's committed to this church to be playing a part in this That's church. Right. Um, so like we genuinely desire that. We, we don't care to stand around and make all the decisions and do all the work. Like It's so important to us that we want to find you a place or something to be doing so that you're being healthy according to what God said a healthy church was. And I think this is a good analogy, and we can kind of close on this. A smaller piece of the body, like a toe or whatever, a foot, doesn't seem as important until you don't have one. Yeah. So the things that we don't think are as important, man, they are. Like I see football players miss for turf toe. I'm like, a turf toe? What's that? Mm -hmm. And they'll literally have to miss the whole game for that one toe and it because it's that important. So whatever role you play, it's valuable and it's important. And again, we want to invite you to Truth and Grace tonight at 6. The vans will be rolling. Like, someone has to do that, right? Yeah. Someone serves in that area. That's amazing. Uh, they're a living sacrifice. Yeah, they're a living sacrifice. They could have made the excuse, well, i got to work, i got to do this. But no, they go and pick up. And that's impactful. Yeah. There's literally people that have joined our church, committed members who started out just being picked up by the van. And, and, man, that's what it's about. And so tonight we invite you, 6 o'clock, Truth and Grace. You got somebody doing testimony? Uh, well, <laughs> Roger will be bringing that fire tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, what was the question again? Why can't we forgive? How can I forgive myself? How can I forgive myself? Who don't need to hear that? Everybody.
Yeah. Again, service times are changing April 3rd, uh, 9 and 11. We'd love to have you come. There's a seat at the table for you. Yep. See you next week. Are we still live? Hey, thanks for joining us today. A special thanks to those who sow into this ministry. If you'd like to partner with us financially, text all one word, Matthew's Table, to 73256. That's Matthew's Table to 73256. It's because of you this ministry is possible. If you like what you've heard, click the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You never know what God can do through your one act of obedience. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless.